Let's get started. This is our first podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, so, Tiva, today I wanted to talk to you about something I came across, uh, you know, just chilling one day. I was uh, watching this YouTube video. Uh, it's from the channel CarWow. For those of you guys who are into cars, I'm sure you guys have heard of CarWow. But for those of you guys who don't know about it, they're a page that do car reviews. And they're mainly known for their drag races. Uh, they take different cars, you know, really random cars. And they drag race them. And I came across this one video where it was a Tesla Model S versus a Lamborghini Aventador. This is exciting. This is, is very interesting because, you know, in your, in your head you're thinking a Lamborghini Aventador. That thing is, is like the epitome of, of a supercar. Uh-huh. It's pretty much what supercars are trying to be, the Aventador. It's yeah. naturally aspirated V12 engine. Yeah really sleek very powerful all-wheel drive everything like pretty much what a supercar is trying to the definition of a supercar when someone thinks supercar it's that exactly exactly and then it's racing a a tesla an ev vehicle you know what i mean of course i know i'm a little bit biased on this topic but yeah and and we'll get to that but uh it's funny because i saw that i'm like okay there's no way this this tesla is gonna take it i mean it's an aventador it's a supercar it's built it's been engineered for that it's been engineered for speed now you're taking a tesla and you're like i don't think it's fair but you know i watched the video and boom that tesla is off that thing is ripping it down it's actually keeping up with the inventor if not at a point passing it too i think i think at, a, at the beginning it passes it and right? then it starts keeping up with it yeah and it's all because of the electric motors and we'll get to that because you know we're we're engineers yeah but uh pretty much i think it's all because of the the electric motors it is. instant provided. torque there's instant a, there's torque. a lot of things that are about electric motors that are just more efficient so right off the way. line it just takes the event to do yeah. it and it's and and along the along the race or throughout the race that ventador is trying it's catching up but it takes a it takes a while to catch up exactly like the the tesla is all the way all the way ahead of it yeah so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, EV vehicles have gone a long way. Don't you think, like, you know, electric yeah, vehicles from have... Yeah, when it first came out, when it was first proposed, to how, uh, what is the word called? I'm trying to think of that word. How unreasonable it was to have an EV car in terms of pricing, right. in terms of the, the mileage of the battery power of how long it can drive for in terms of charging because how fast can it charge right you can't just put gas in an ev no so all of these were big constraints big issues for ev cars but it's come a long way tesla i believe has been the the leader in in all of this and showing their way to to a bunch of ev producers now right right you know i definitely see tesla being the leader because that video just shows how much of uh of a game changer ev vehicles are going to be yeah because because evs first of all they're not meant for speed no evs are not meant for speed the whole idea about ev is for gas saving efficiency. gas saving efficiency lower yeah. carbon i mean uh lower carbon dioxide yeah no emissions into the the, the, the atmosphere, the, the atmosphere yeah the ozone, no 100 percent. all of that but that was the main thing and now you see an ev car destroying 
a car maybe five, six times the price. Mm-hmm. That's meant for speed. Yeah. That is... It's, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it is. It's crazy. It is. If you think about it, you're like a Tesla being able to beat a car that was designed for speed. Yeah. Like it's it's mind blowing. Right. And, you know, to think like you mentioned, you know, EV wasn't really meant for speed. It was meant for efficiency. Efficiency. It was meant for gas saving. Gas saving. All the yeah. all the all the items that you listed. It was meant for those for stuff. The ecosystem. But e- pretty much. Yeah. But I think the way the technology has developed, they're able to really make use of those electric motors you know okay we know electric motors have instant torque instant torque and i think that's a which good is a point. huge yeah. deal for cars especially in terms of acceleration acceleration yeah you know instant that, torque. that's it is it is right off the line you want that instant torque, torque to, and that's what to, every manufacturer every gas engine manufacturer is trying to or every supercar manufacturer is trying to perfect right. that torque how fast can it get off the line yeah because that's that's important to yeah. and now you have tesla who's pretty much found the secret to that, to electric motors. Hey, we can get instant torque out of this. Yeah. Let's put it in our vehicles and see how fast we can get these cars going. And I've, I've seen Tesla's ratings now. A thousand Newton meters, man. A thousand Newton meters. Translate that to the regular. Sorry, thousand Newton meters. That's a, okay. To, to put it into simple terms. Yeah. That is a lot of torque. You know, especially like this. This is for like the performance models for sure. Yeah. The I'm I'm comparing it to the Model S performance or the P100D for, for the ones before that. But that a thousand newton meters, is is quite a lot of force to propel you forward, right? I I, I don't know how to really describe it in, I'm gonna, in words. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna quickly search up the torque, of an Aventador. Okay, so I see 690 newton meters for an Aventador. So, so right off the bat, you can see... A $500,000 Aventador, 690. And that is like one of the pinnacles of a supercar, right? Yeah. One of the faster, one of the higher-end supercars yeah. as well. It's not just a regular supercar. Like when you when you hear Aventador, you're thinking speed, right? But you can see right off the bat, 690 newton meters from a Aventador versus 1,000 newton meters from a Tesla. That's a huge difference. It is huge. It's not it's not as simple as like uh oh, you know, it's a couple of new meters, maybe ten hundreds. Like this is like almost It's a huge and yeah. percentage wise that what is that, hundred, seventy, hundred and eighty percent faster? Pretty it's much crazy. So, you know, just thinking about EVs itself and I think it shows technology is is taking this route. It's you know, the world is is starting to become this EV world it's going to be more electric it's going to be more efficiency but you're going to have opportunities where cars are going to use this technology to to excel their their cars or their their supercars you know what i mean like manufacturers are going to take this technology and use it to their advantage now right look at the the new cars now they're now a hybrid system hybrid because it's more efficient it's more efficient i have a question for you sure where do you think like, what do you think is going to happen to gas combustion engine cars in the next five, ten years? What do you think? What's your perspective on that? Honestly, man, if if I can be candid, I think it's going to be gone. I think combustion engines. You think in five years? Combustion okay, not engine in five cars? years. Okay, I'll I'll correct myself. A lot of cars are now are going to be more EV, or there's going to be some sort of 
system implemented with that motor to provide that efficiency. So there, whether it be like a like an electric motor addition to additionally added to that motor, or if it's a completely EV now, you know that it's that's the way the automotive world is going to be going now, and you're going to be seeing a lot less combustion engines in the market in five years i think it's going to decrease who knows in maybe 15 years 20 years you're not going to see gas combustion engines anymore i i totally agree with that i think i saw an article the other day as well about an ev uh, about a country they were going to ban all combustion engine sales or combustion engine cars by the year of I can't remember, 2025. I think it was Norway by the year of 2025. So after that, any car bought has to be an EV. Really? Has to be an EV. I'm not sure if it's hybrid is was allowed in that. I don't know the terms, but it said EV though. It right. said it had to be EV by 2025. And when I was reading the article, because it piqued my interest, I, I opened it, I was reading the article and it said that they're actually going to uh, have that done even faster than 2025 within the next two years yeah. Norway so I mean countries are pushing it out I think more countries are going to start following that and see the the funny thing is now now that you brought it up because of that push to implement that change a lot of manufacturers are are changing their vehicles that they have currently in their in their fleet or in you know whatever they've manufactured into EV vehicles so for example, take a look at the Mustang. Oh, this one. You know, I'm okay. sure there's a lot of guys, you know, a lot of people out there who are like, who, who are really sensitive to this topic. But, you know, taking the Mustang, it used to be a, a muscle car, right? I don't know what the, the future holds for the Mustang, but, you know, before, if you heard a Mustang, it was, uh, it was a muscle car. Uh, now, if you look at a Mustang, what happened to it? They made it EV. They made it EV. They made it EV. They call it the Mustang Mach-E. The Mach-E, yeah. Because it's an electric vehicle yeah. now. There so was... you, you go from a completely, like, American muscle, V8 engine, big, rumbling, like, it's motor. It's known for that. It, it's whole history. When was the Mustang made, do you know? Was it 1950, 60s? It was probably in the 60s, you know. I know 69 is, like, a very famous 1969 Mustang. It's yeah. very... Uh, Bras. And then I know I, I think it was in the sixties. So in the sixties, for so long, it's been a staple of being like holding the crown of like I believe in even in their sales, they're they're very high and lots of people love Mustangs. It's right. a huge fan base well, towards it. It was such a huge deal that they created the Shelby line. Yeah. Right. The Shelby line ended up incorporating the Mustang platform. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. started creating That's like right. Cobras. They started carrying the. Yeah. GT 350s, exactly. 500s. So they took that. So Mustang huge. was a huge deal. It was a huge deal for it. And and now you've taken this V8 monster, and now it's an electric vehicle. They made it electric, and these, you're talking about American muscle. Yeah, it's American not like American muscle. It's not it like, like a the Civic top tier American muscle. Yeah, exactly. It's not like one of those like you know family commuter family cars. Com it's an American muscle. And it's now an electric. Built for speed, the sound. Yep. Now you make an electric car. Where's the sound? It doesn't have a sound. 
because yeah. it has no Where's motor. The sound, right? It has no exhaust. Are they going to play through the speakers? You know, a lot of cars uh, do that nowadays, actually, right? Actually, I think the Mustang Mach-E it, does It probably that. does, right? They start playing uh, the, like the engine noises yeah. through the speaker. Which is crazy. Digital noises. This so, is crazy. Right, right off the yeah. bat, that itself was it went from muscle to EV. Uh-huh. Another example, same thing with Ford. I think Ford is starting to take that. But, okay, we'll, we'll stop, you know, hitting on Ford. Yeah. Let's go with GM. But I'll, I'll, I'll bring up Ford as what well, too. I, I know all these manufacturers are bringing so in So GM like just recently brought the Hummer back. But it's not like the original Hummer. It's... Oh. It's EV. It's, is it fully EV? It's fully EV. Oh, my God. So the Hummer now is fully electric vehicle. Back in the day when, you know, when Hummer actually existed, it was known as, like, the gas guzzling, the worst thing for the environment kind yeah. of deal. Yeah, Like, just the, how yeah. big it is, how, mon- like, it, it was, was a monstrosity. flashy. It was, like, all the rappers, all the... NBA players, a bunch of celebrities, like they, they would drive around in a Hummer. Like a yeah. Hummer was a big thing. And and you you never really bought a Hummer back in the day for its gas efficiency. Of, of course not. No one would ever think of that. No, you because don't buy was, a Hummer for efficiency. Yeah, and, and back in the day, the Hummer was known as being like a gas guzzling beast. Yeah. yeah. Now you look at the Hummer; it has that size and everything. Fully but it's electric. EV. Fully electric. I'll bring it back to Ford. Now they have the F one fifty. Oh, fully electric. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Pickup truck. That one. And it it all comes down to manufacturers looking at the the capability of the electric motors. You know, some guys are, or some manufacturers are seeing speed out of it, instant torque, all this stuff. Torque is a big deal for pickup trucks. For pickup trucks. How much load can you carry? Exactly, and the torque, and then being able to pull that weight. So, even even supercars, you know, new supercars are being hybrid. Yeah. Why? Because they need that instant torque at the beginning, and then the gas can, the end kick gas in. engine can kick in. Yeah. But they need that instant torque. So a lot of supercars are now, even the newer, like more expensive hypercars, are coming in with uh, a hybrid system. Oh, now that you brought up, I'll let you finish your point. Yeah. But you, you just reminded no, me. No, but that, of, that was my point. That, that was the end of the point. The high. The, we have so many examples yeah, here, but that, go ahead. So pretty much what I want to say is, now that you brought up supercars, think about what Lamborghini just brought up. What did they bring out? They just brought out the Countach. So oh, if yes. you guys don't know, the Countach was discontinued, I think, back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you, I'm sure people are probably going to be like, no, <laughs> but I think it was it was brought yeah. up. It was cut up in that time. Frame. It was within that time. Frame, years, right. It's, five, let's just say it's been a very long time since the Countach was up. was manufactured. Now they brought it back. But with the with the hybrid system in it, I believe. Yeah. Right, so it's not you know Lamborghini was known for its naturally aspirated engines, any V twelve, V ten, whatever the case was. It was known for its uh, naturally aspirated engine. Yeah. Now what they brought is the Countach with uh, I, I believe a hybrid system in it. So it's part electric. It has electric motors to give it, like you said, I believe that instant torque, right off the line, yeah. to give it that speed. It makes sense. It makes sense as a speed per like every perspective in terms of getting the most speed, getting off the ground the fastest. It makes sense. Yeah. So, so like nowadays, I think that's that's the world that we're gonna go into. You know, we're gonna see electric motors in cars nowadays, and you know the infrastructure for electric vehicles, electric vehicles is growing too. Yeah. So, charging stations, like you mentioned earlier, people. 
the the value in gas is huge you know like you know you pump gas you're only spending maybe five maybe ten minutes really but you're not spending more than that at a gas station pumping yeah. your your gas into the car you're done you're gone you're continuing on with your trip ev vehicles back in the day were were struggling with that you know you know for, okay for example you own a tesla yeah how how is the charging situation for that? Very simple. So what I, I do is charge at home. But before that, is just go to the station, charge for thirty minutes. You get like now you get I think for thirty minutes you get sixty or seventy five percent charge, which is about three hundred kilometers. Right. For thirty minutes, so hundred kilometers every ten minutes. Right. Even the new I think the Model Threes with the with the with the charger that I think in five minutes gets seventy five kilometers. Wow, seventy-five kilometers at the supercharger, and they're everywhere as well. They're yeah. everywhere, so that's also another thing. The infrastructure now—they're—they're—they're they're, they're building stations everywhere. So everywhere, if you need to go on a road trip all the way down to Texas, mm-hmm. which is—I uh, don't know how, how far—it's far. I think it's like thirty-hour drive. Okay, 20, 20, <laughs> 20 to thirty-hour drive. Twenty twenty-five-hour uh, drive. Yeah, uh, you can go there with a Tesla. You just have to charge. Like everywhere you need to go, there's a stop. Yeah, there's a stop where you can charge. So that's the infrastructure in the U.S. and the um, U.S. and Canada. I'm I'm pretty sure Europe is also in the same thing. I, not all countries in Europe, but the ma- the main countries uh, in Europe are adapting towards the same same way. Um, yeah, and then I, I think throughout the world everything's gonna follow. There's EV producers, right? I'm invested in a bunch of EV stocks like Lucid, Neo, all these. Yeah. Uh, I believe China. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. Again, Chinese. Uh, EV manufacturers, yeah, and uh, in China, and uh, they're doing big things, and right. they want to also do the same thing that's happening here, like make every car EV, make every car EV, but under their own brand. They don't want an American Tesla car coming in, <laughs> taking over, just because how China is. For sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, like that's going to be like a lot of manufacturers. Like you yeah. look at like London or, or like I guess like in in Europe. Right, I'm just. You know, London comes to mind when I when I think about it. They have a lot of the European cars starting to become EVs now. You know, a lot of the like the European brands like Volvo, they started they brought out the Polestar, right? Yeah. It's not all about Tesla. It's you know, yeah. there's there's things that are yeah, coming yeah. up now. Oh, for got, every manufacturer. Yeah, Polestar. Yeah, Porsche. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Porsche is a big one that Porsche came out. is a big one. like the direct Tesla competitor. Right. Because of the speed and like the, the design, the style, everything. Everything. Luxury. Luxury In fact, style. I think it's more luxurious. Power. In fact, it's more luxurious. I think it's about the same speed, and it's a Porsche. Right? Yeah. It has a has years and years of Porsche brand recognition for, towards them. Exactly. Yeah. So you can see like now manufacturers are starting to incorporate this into their own, you know, into their own lineup. Right, they're starting to bring it into their own lineup. They're starting to implement this, this change so that way, th- like, because this is the this is the way the world is going. Now. If they don't, if manufacturers don't, they will die out. Yeah. So any of the manufacturers that decide no, we're sticking to combustion engines. I'm not going to adapt. They're going to die out the same way. I want to say BlackBerry, but <laughs> I want to say Nokia or BlackBerry or something. I, I think BlackBerry is fair. <laughs> Black, I think Black BlackBerry fair. died out, or even uh, what is that? Kodak Films. Wait, what, what, what? The camera, the camera brand. I can't remember it, but Kodak, all these companies that uh, yeah. decided not to adapt. Mm-hmm. 
died out. Yeah. And the same thing will happen. You can be a billion dollar company. If you're not going to adapt to the way the consumers need, you, you will die out. So, I mean, it all comes down to adapting, you know, going with how the world is working right yeah. now, changing with the way going technology with, is changing. Exactly. Too. So that's a big deal. And I think yeah. that's where today's market, today's industry today is going. It's going towards this EV, electric, all all electric kind of deal. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to become a, a big deal in the future. Like you said, in five years, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of infrastructure for EV vehicles. Petro Canada, big yeah. deal. They have Petro Canada, for those of you guys that don't know, Petro Canada is a gas station. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Now they have... EV charging stations. EV charging stations. Charging stations and yeah. all gas stations starting to implement that now. They're starting, a gas station is implementing it. So they know where it's going. I think they're, like you said, they're adapting. Yeah. Right? They're not like, oh, you know, we got to stick with gas. We're a gas company. We're, we got to do what we got to do, right? Like, screw EVs. No, they're adapting. They're, they're realizing, hey, you know, more and more cars are starting to, you know, consider EVs. So let's start to bring this into our gas station i think there's a select few of them uh that have the charging stations but they're still bringing in yeah they're bringing in they're incorporating it that's a sign and that's a sign if a gas station is starting to incorporate electric uh charging 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 stations it it's saying something big deal it's It's saying something yeah 100 percent. so pretty much uh you know i want to wrap it up here i just want to say that you know i think in terms of electric vehicles there's a lot you can do with it. It's very, uh, it's very uh, versatile. You can get efficiency out of it. You can get power, torque out of it. And I think in general, you know, it's the way the world is moving forward. It's moving, right? It's moving towards this electric, uh, electric market. Uh, yeah. Right. So I think. In, in, in five, ten years, we're going to see a huge change. Huge. I think it's huge. It's going to, like, the way it's at right now is that is like this, right? But yeah. I think it's going to start, like, exponentially starting to adapt in every market. Yeah. In every market because of cost efficient. They're going to, eventually, it's going to be cheaper. So once, the, the breaking point is, I believe, once it gets cheaper than a, or the same price as a regular consumer car. Right now, the price point is a bit high. Yeah. It's not for well, the average. Actually, I've seen a couple of car manufacturers come out with electric vehicles with the same price points. Almost Similar? with the so, same. So see, price they're already starting. So once yeah. this like start, every manufacturer starts doing this, it's EV the game. EV is the game. Yeah, EV would be the game. So I think that's a good place to end it there. Yeah. You know, EV is the game. I like that. <laughs> All right, so that's that's the note we're gonna end it. Okay. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed our our little rant here. Uh, you know, it was very you know interesting to hear what Deva had to say. And, uh, you know, I, I, liked, I like to express Likewise. my thoughts as well. Yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Feel free to subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. We're going to be posting every week. So you yeah. guys are, you know, always up to date with what we're thinking about, <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. And uh, like I said, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Yeah. And if you want to be up to date, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribe. And uh, this will be on YouTube and maybe other platforms that you'll see us. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll start with YouTube. We'll start with YouTube. Maybe we'll work our way around to the other podcast. Yeah, we'll try. We'll stick with one right now, and uh, we'll see how it goes. If you want us to talk about any other topics that you see trending, let us know in the comments, and yeah, that's it. Peace.